0: The path to the business promised land is bumpy. There are peaks and valleys. There are thorns and slippery stones. There are detours. There are wrong turns. There is stormy weather, and then there are smooth-sailing, sun-shining days. There are days of grace, days of triumph, seasons of clients, and seasons of scarcity. Throughout all these experiences, there is one main ingredient served up with two sides hey coach welcome back to the coach by god entrepreneur show i'm denise milianta self-proclaimed mama bear of the coaching industry certified professional coach mentor consultant tech trainer and a faith-fueled business maven with a knack for turning chaos into gold if you are ready to leverage your hard-earned coaching certification get clarity create ripples in the marketplace, build a business that glorifies God and make money, this podcast is for you. You can find out more and connect with me over at denisemilienta.coach. Ready to dig into today's show? Get ready for a dash of sass, a sprinkle of wit, a dose of wisdom, and a whole lot of no-nonsense strategies that will transform your life and your business. Let's go. Hey coach, in today's episode, I share the number one thing blocking your business success. Two sides that are usually served up with this main ingredient. Explain what these ingredients may look like in your life and share biblical references to back it all up. The main ingredient, drum roll please, behind success is obedience Not too many of us are keen to messages on obedience, but if you do want to speed up your journey to the business promised land, then you best buckle up and start embracing obedience. The truth is, there is no easy path. Let's be honest, if I had titled this episode, The Long and Painful Path to the Business Promised Land, would you be listening? I don't think so. Let's break this all down. The main ingredient, it's not just obedience in one area of your life. It's obedience in finances. It's obedience in relationships, in your career or job. It's obedience with your health. It's obedience with your physical health, mental health, and it's obedience with your spiritual life. You see, business is spiritual, and this is obedience to every single word of God. Now, in Hebrews 4.12, we know, we are told about the power of the word. Right 412 says, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Now, obedience will look different for each one of us. Excuse me. In today's episode, I will share part of my online coaching journey with you. And here's what the past 10 years look like. I will start with obedience to the word of God and from the point where I fully stepped into obedience to labeling my business a Christian business coaching and consulting business. Now, mind you, I've had two decades of success as a different entrepreneur before this. So why is this important? Because in my previous business, which was not faith-based, I had a lot of success with it. I had the nudge to brand as a Christian for quite a while before I submitted, And then that nudge became more of a prompt. And then it became a full-blown-out conviction. Before submitting, I did struggle in getting coaching clients. However, after I submitted, clients started to flow easier, much easier. God tells us that he blesses us with our first steps of obedience. Now, I want to just go to scripture real quick. So I'm in the book of Haggai. I am in chapter two and i'm in verses, uh 16 excuse me when you hoped for a 20 bushel crop you harvested only 10 when you expected to draw 50 gallons from the wine press you found only 20. i sent blight and mildew and hail to destroy everything you worked so hard to produce even so you refuse to return to me, says the Lord. Now, I want to just share with you that these, for many years, they had um, experienced this lack of this lack of obedience, which hindered their blessings. okay? So this is this is scriptural. This is biblical, my friends. All right, now back to my flow of clients. It was not consistent. So if God gives you a task, Don't be afraid to get started, just like in the book of Haggai. We need to take that first step of obedience and God will help us. All right. Now, what followed next was a complete pruning that I will honestly say was painstaking and long. Transformation rarely, if ever, happens overnight. Again, transformation rarely, if ever, happens overnight first it was my finances they dried up this wasn't a one month struggle this was a few years I'm not sharing this to scare you I'm sharing it to encourage you to be persistent I struggle to make ends meet but God always did provide just enough through others and through clients and I needed to learn the following things okay I needed to learn how to be a better steward I had to trust God, not only as my savior, but the supplier of all my needs. I was not a good record keeper of my finances, and truth be told, I'm not that great at it yet, but I'm much better than I used to be. I had to start saving some of my income. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I'm sure some of you can relate to this. Proverbs twenty one twenty says the wise man saves for the future, but the foolish man spends whatever he gets. Come on now, I know I'm not the only one, right? I needed to also set up a retirement plan and start investing for the future. This was very scary for me, but once I took this step of obedience, the fruit was very rewarding. It truly is an amazing feeling to see your 401k or your stock stock account grow. Lastly, I needed to budget. I'm really not good at budgeting, but I'm much better than I was a few years ago. So the main takeaway from this season of my life was that I needed to be content with what I had. And hopefully, you already have some of these things implemented in your life. If not, take that first step of obedience today. Next, there was a pruning of my relationships, and this one hurt the most, even more painful than the finances. Sometimes, we can't get to where God wants to take us from where we are or who we are being. The who we are being is very significant. I had to walk away from some people. This doesn't mean I didn't love them or I still don't love them. But God knew I could not get to my promised land remaining in these relationships. We're, um, if we go to scripture, right? Proverbs gives us lots of wisdom. In Proverbs thirteen twenty, it says, walk with the wise and become wise, associate with fools and get in trouble. And Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. So my question for you, coach, is, are you currently walking with the wise and are you surrounded with those who can sharpen you? If not, take that first step of obedience today. The next um the next area of refining is in um for me was what I'm called to do right my career health my vocational health business health whatever you want to call it. So obedience looks like this. Whatever you do work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for man. I needed to become more trustworthy with my clients. I had to show up and show up with excellence. How can we pray for more clients? and ask God to bless us with big businesses if we're not faithful with just one or a few. Luke 16.10 says, If you are faithful in little things, you'll be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. So I want to ask you this. Are you being faithful with the little things that God has already given you and asked you to do? I also needed to learn to be more diligent not to be lazy and to stop doing things only when I felt like doing them. On a personal level, it took me through several versions of my business. It took me through several versions of my offers and it helped me to realize what I enjoyed and what I didn't. It also taught me who I should serve, who I don't enjoy serving, what I am tolerant of and what I am not tolerant of. This part here helped with authenticity and boldness to be who i am created to be with my mental and emotional health came one of the biggest transformations i have yet to experience a character growth journey of self-awareness where the holy spirit boldly revealed what needed to change in my heart it wasn't pleasant the hurts habits and hang-ups were all addressed i am far from perfect i still make many mistakes but I am not who I used to be. Too many Christians are operating from a legalistic mindset and immediately get uncomfortable when another Christian brings up the idea of self-awareness and self-development. I know this to be true because I was one of them. But I needed to learn that what I needed to learn that I did not have to believe everything I thought. Now I'm going to say this again because this is really important. You do not need to believe everything you think. I'll also say, just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. I needed to continue learning, personal development of my skills. I needed more knowledge and understanding. I also had to re- to renew my mind daily. Now, how many of us sometimes put this off because we're in a rush to start our day? Change will never start with your behavior. It starts with your thoughts. So what goes in comes out. If you're putting garbage in, you can expect garbage thoughts to come out. In business, I really needed to do some sifting and discerning of all the falsehoods and overnight prosperity claims sadly, from other Christians. Now, the only good thing that came out of this was it led me deeper into the word, praise God. Some Christians are very creative and very believable when it comes to talking about money. If you find yourself scratching your head or questioning what you believe to be true, please go back to the word for confirmation. Now, I'm talking about the love of money here and the pursuit of just making six figures. I overcame many limiting beliefs around my own money mindsets and I let the Lord reveal deeper truths not only about money, but around my own identity. Physical health pruning was also excruciating. I can only pray that I am now in the final pruning pruning season, which is my health and my body. Truth is, I neglected both. Even though I eat healthy, I do sometimes overindulge. My body is fighting inflammations and inflammation and my bones are thinning. I now, thanks to the Lord, have a heightened desire to be fit so I can finish my race well and be around to watch my daughter live her life and someday get married and have children. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 tells us that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. If we are not physically fit, God cannot accomplish his will through us. We've heard this scripture over and over and over again. If you are not treating your body like the temple of the Holy Spirit, take that first step of obedience today. Now, for the two sides that will most likely be served up with this lack of obedience, you will find grumbling and complaining. Ouch. I'm not going to cover this in today's episode because just by me saying those two words, you were either uh, convicted or you had peace. If convicted, you know what to do. You don't need me or anyone else to tell you to go repent and start anew today. So for all of you coaches called by God to coach, buckle up, it's a bumpy ride, but it is well worth it. When I reflect on all of the above, uh, all of what I've just shared with you, I see how God coached me through my own personal wheel of life. So if you have not already done so, grab the wheel of obedience in the notes or you can make your own. I'm going to provide the steps right now. The wheel of life exercise, as you know, it is a popular tool used by most used by most life coaches to help their clients assess different areas in their lives. But we're going to adapt this exercise for assessing your level of obedience to the Word of God in each area. So if you didn't download the resource, you can draw the wheel. First, draw a large circle and divide it into eight equal sections. Each section represents a different area of life. So finance, relationships, physical health, mental and emotional health, vocation, spiritual, fun, and recreation. Next, you're going to label each section. You're going to write the name of each life area at the top of its respective section. Now, Before we go any further, let's define obedience to the Word of God, right? It's really important that we clearly define what obedience to the Word of God means in the context of each area. For example, in finance, this might involve stewardship and generosity. In relationships, it might involve love, forgiveness, and honesty. So take a moment to define what obedience to the Word of God looks like for you in each section. The next step will be on a scale from 0 no obedience to 10 complete obedience rate your current level of obedience to the word of God in each area Lastly you're going to oh, you're going to place a dot in each section corresponding to your rating Now a dot placed towards the center of the wheel will indicate a lower level of obedience while a dot towards the outer edge indicates a higher level Next step is you will connect the dots. Connect the dots in each section to form a new outer edge. This will visually represent your life balance in terms of obedience. Now, some of you might have some pretty bumpy wheels, and that's okay. This is what we want to know. Next, you're going to reflect and plan. Reflect on the shape of your wheel. Bring it before the Lord. Are there any areas with particularly low scores? Think about why this might be and what steps you could take to improve your obedience in these areas. Now, conversely, high scoring areas might be sources of strength and stability. Now, next thing you're going to do is set some goals based on your reflection of your wheel. Set specific achievable goals for each area where you want to improve. These goals should be concrete and aligned with your understanding of obedience to the word of God. And then lastly, review and adjust. Regularly go back and review your wheel and your progress towards your goals. Life is dynamic, so your ratings will change over time. It's okay to adjust your goals and actions as necessary. Now, remember, the purpose of this exercise was to provide you with a visual representation of the balance in your life regarding your spiritual walk. It's a tool for self-reflection and growth. It's not a tool for self-criticism. Always approach it with a spirit of grace and a willingness to grow. I hope, I pray that my story blesses you, and that you are ready to start taking those first steps of obedience. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the coach by God entrepreneur. If this blessed you, please hit the subscribe button and leave me a review. I would be truly blessed if you shared this podcast with another coach. And remember, success in coaching is not just about what you achieve but who you become in the process. Tune in for more insights and actionable strategies in my upcoming episodes. Stay connected, stay inspired, and let God lead the way to your coaching greatness.